6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Right now, though, question for you. I have a lot of questions for you today, don't I? Um, have you heard of ageism? Maybe you've experienced it yourself. Uh, it's the stereotyping or discrimination against a person or group because of their age. Well, work is being done right here in Alberta to combat ageism against older people. Dr. Sherry Dalkey is an associate professor in the Faculty of Nursing at the University of Alberta. Dr. Dalkey, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. You know, it was interesting when I was, uh, you know, just spending some time reading about this. I autom- <laughs> I automatically thought ageism would only apply to older people, not realizing that it applies to younger people uh, uh, as uh, it applies to young, uh, younger people. But I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm doing it right there. I'm doing it right there. Um, but this is your work. So when you talk about ageism with older people, what? does that look like? Well, it is negative stereotypes and beliefs that are projected on older people. Um, It's stereotypes and negative perceptions about aging and growing old. Um, A lot of times it's beliefs that growing old um, is associated with physical, mental uh, decrepitude. And um, as it is true that as we age, our bodies do change, and um, there is risk of disease as we get older. But it's very variable among the population, and um, so having very negative stereotypical ideas about older people and aging um, is actually projecting it against ourselves as we age. Are, are, are there different types of ageism? Uh, you know, can it be done? Well, I'm, I'm guessing it can be done in very different ways. Yeah. Um, older people experience um, ageism in the workplace, um, buying goods and services, in their family relationships. Um, but in terms of, uh, it's really a complex subject, mm-hmm. um, ageism. Um, it can be both hostile or benevolent, and the benevolent is maybe harder to pick up on. Mm-hmm. Um, so hostile, uh, we all have an idea what that might look like. But benevolent ageism is when we're doing for people or over-accommodating them when they don't really require it or want it. So you are really impinging on their ability to self-determine. And that is more along the line that uh, perhaps nurses might engage in or healthcare professionals um, because ageism is so insidious in our culture. Um, we don't even recognize ourselves that we're projecting it against ourselves and against other people and so um, the benevolent ageism nurses might be trying to or other healthcare providers they might be trying to help people and and they're actually over accommodating them yeah I I thought uh, you know one of the uh, interesting things that you just said there is that we can do it to ourselves as well and not even realize it 
that's right. That's why it's so important that um, we open this conversation um, and start to really talk about ageism and what it's important. And so in my research project that I'm launching this fall, we're going to be testing three learning activities, um, online learning activities that I developed um, with student nurses to see if we can decrease some of the unconscious ageism that they experience. And the idea is that if we can um, decrease this with student nurses, it's possible that we can do this with other populations, with other healthcare professionals or other groups. And another part of the um, study is that we're going to have an advisory group to actually look at this, the findings from this study and to um, determine some strategies that we can engage in in Canada to combat ageism. So that would be um, the advisory group would include um, seniors and it also includes the partners because this is a partnership development grant that I received. So Canadian Gerontological Nurses Association of Canada is involved, Age Well Canada and CanAge are also involved. Dr. Sharon Dalkey joining me this afternoon, an associate professor in the Faculty of Nursing at the University of Alberta, tackling ageism with education. Now, obviously, you're in nursing, so that would be your natural area to do this work in. But what have you found about what nurses, how nurses are prepared or maybe not prepared when they get out into the field and and working with older people, um, the, the things that happen that maybe they weren't aware of and maybe aren't aware of that they're still doing or not doing when it comes to ageism and, and working with, with, with older folks? Um, right. Well, a study that I conducted that um, led to applying for this grant and to launching this study, we examined nursing students' um, perceptions about what it was like to work with older people and how they were prepared. And they really remarked that they didn't actually know what they were getting into, like how prevalent and complex older people are until they graduated. And so student nurses um, felt it it challenging to talk to older, an older generation, you know, now in our society, people may not have exposure to grandparents. And so it was a a group they didn't even know how to engage with. And then some of the complexities um, that older people might experience, they had no idea it was beyond their repertoire. And they felt that um, their perception was that they weren't adequately prepared for that. They felt there was more emphasis on um, other populations like maternity, um, children. Um, This was their perception. It's quite possible that um, faculty were explaining about older people, um, but it didn't seem to, they didn't perceive that. There was, um, in an article that I was reading, it suggested there was an American study that estimated the annual cost of ageism to the healthcare system, again, American study, at $63 billion. How would ageism um, result in a cost of $63 billion to a healthcare system? Well, people who believe that old, growing old, it's okay to have aches and pains and 
they, they may not address them. They may not go to their healthcare provider with something that is completely treated and treatable. Hmm. Um, but ageism also can create depression and exacerbate chronic conditions, um, all of which contributes to accessing healthcare resources. A fascinating area of research that you're in, Dr. Dalkey. Um, I'll be I'll be watching it closely. Is there is there an air is there a place where we can find out more about the work that you're doing if people want to read more? Um, well, you could you could visit um, the U of A website yep. and um, look me up, Sherry <laughs> Dalkey, and you would see references to my work, or okay. you can contact me at uh, sherry, S-H-E-R-R-Y dot Dalkey, D-A-H-L-K-E at ualberta.ca and I would be happy to forward you um, uh, some of my research or just engage in a conversation with anyone well and i sure appreciate the conversations that we've had uh, this afternoon you've given us uh, a lot to think about thank you for your time well thank you take care dr sherry dalkey joining us this afternoon looking at fighting ageism with education some interesting points there don't you think you know about benevolent ageism which i think a lot of us do um she said you know would probably be more common in in nursing as well when we you know do things for people because we just don't think that they can do it anymore despite the fact that they probably can do it right there's you know the the hostile ageism which we know about but also ageism projecting back onto oneself no i'm just too old i don't i don't feel like doing it like changing that mindset hadn't thought about it until I read this report earlier today.